You're listening to Notes. Today, my friend Xavier reads five notes from his phone. Number one, from November 22nd at 3.39 p.m., t-shirt ideas. Shirt number one just says, Yeehaw, I'm a weeb. Uh, I have a lot of friends here who are really into cowboy culture because of Red Dead 2 and anime culture, and it kind of like... That's that's kind of like the blend of that. Um, another one based in that like weeb culture is uh, the name anime, but in like the Naruto text. Yeah, um, I feel like the visual for that would be like just like really fun to accomplish, and like I feel like if someone saw that, they'd be like, yeah, like anime, but like just uh, Dadaist as hell. <laughs> Um, the next one is, just says, stinky little man. (laughs) And then this one's for people who do ultimate frisbee, because one afternoon I was just thinking about ultimate frisbee, and it says, disqualified, question mark? No, disqualified. And then there's just a bunch of frisbees right underneath. Um... This next one is um, a parody shirt. So you know like when you go to like a club or you see those guys outside of bars and they have those security shirts like right on the back of their, right on their back. A security, like one of those, but it just says insecurity right on the back. (laughs) I don't know if, I don't know if that's been done yet, but I feel like that'd just be like. That'd be that'd be fun to see. I'd get a chuckle if I saw that. The next one, picture one of those um, video game rating titles. Yeah. So like E for everyone, all that shit. This one says rated M for Mike, <laughs> and I feel like it'd just be it. It's just four guys named Mike. <laughs> the next one is um. This shirt stays on during sex. The next one has to do with like illustration history and it just says rare bit fiend mm-hmm. and the explanation for that is um there was this cartoonist who created this comic strip called Little Nemo in Dreamland or Slumberland I forget mm-hmm. um I think his name was George Windsor McKay yeah it was Windsor McKay and he had this early comic before he started doing the Little Nemo comics and it was just called um, Dreams of the Rare Bit Fiend and like back when like back when like he was like around it was a cultural thing that you would eat this thing called Welsh Rare Bit and it's just like I think it's like essentially sourdough and like a lot of cheese Mm -hmm. on it but like toasted or fried and then you just eat it and when you eat it you'd like have just really weird dreams so he's just like Hmm. just referencing he's referencing that and i feel like that shirt would be like a windsor mckay reference for all the art history nerds out there like me number two uh updated at november 22nd at 2 47 p.m uh new superstitions if your order page reloads it wasn't meant to be putting salt around your Wi-Fi 
keeps the broadband strong. Swipe left on every 13th Tinder person. Listening to Stevie Wonder Superstitious is good luck. Um, so yeah, for, for that one, it's just, uh, it's an idea I have for a zine I want to make just about modern superstitions. I just want to get enough for like a nine page zine because I feel like the visuals for that could just be like, could just be really fun because I feel like superstition has hit us in a new way where people are like doing like witchy things or into like the witchy aesthetic and like crystals are like really popular as well as astrology. And the only thing we're like missing is like avoiding avoiding black cats on the street <laughs> or not walking underneath like ladders yeah. and stuff or breaking mirrors. That's such a good point. Yeah. I can't even think of a modern superstition. They're all like things that were invented by colonial yeah. people or something. Huh. Number three, updated November 22nd at 2.46 p.m. North American Cryptid Field Guide parentheses something informative but with wit and fun uh categories mutations human-like bipedal alien aquatic religious entities and unknown um for this one it was a uh, it was a, the rough draft of my senior show that's going to be coming up in may um the, the the idea was I really, really like field guides in general. Like, the Audubon books are, like, very just, like, pleasing to me because they're, like, they're, like, they're not exactly pocket-sized, but you can travel with them. And there's, like, all these, like, pictures and information. And I think it's just, like, it's just in, like, this really great form that's just, like, easy for anyone who just wants to, like, get into any type of, like field whether that just be like astrology like astronomy yeah astronomy um bird watching whale watching and it'll just like talk about like one specific topic and I wanted to do one that like resonated with me more because as a kid I'd just like stay up at night like reading creepy pastas and like and like going on like forums and finding out about different like myths and legends like all the time like my favorite as a kid was like like the flatwoods monster or like mothman and like just like just the idea of like the unknown was like super cool to me so i wanted to like i wanted to reconnect with that like past love i had and just create like a field guide for like north american cryptids number 4 uh updated on Friday, November 22nd at 2.42 p.m. Lotion, tweezers, nail clippers. Uh, that was, this one's, this one's kind of just a shopping list. Uh, hmm. recently I, I've just like gone, I'm, yeah, recently I had a breakup and hmm. this is just kind of like my self-care list. Because at the time, I had none of these things. Like, I didn't have any lotion to, like, make sure, like, my skin was, like, not dry. Or any tweezers. Because, like, I was starting to get, like, acne. Or, like, nail clippers. Because I've just been, like, biting my nails, like, after the fact. So, this one is just generally 
about just reminding myself that I need to get this and to just like keep in mind that I got to take care of myself. Yeah. That's so powerful. I think I went through a similar thing with a breakup where it just I needed to feel better and then I started getting really into my hair like I I was like oh what's a good conditioner what's a good shampoo what's a good like face moisturizer thing because mm-hmm. uh I don't know it was it just helped me did you find that like that helped you yeah definitely because like writing the note writing what I love about like the notes app is like just writing something out quickly and getting it out there just mm-hmm. helps me out so like I have a lot of like shopping lists and I like I make a to-do to, a to-do list like daily just in general mm-hmm. like if I need to like email someone or I just need to do something like kind of socially I'm just reminding myself to do that number five updated on November 22nd at 2:41 p.m. all right what other mutants possibly live in the X-Men cinematic universe? Explain my theory of who might possibly exist within the XMCU, why they're a good mutant, why they're on my team. Uh, the guy from About Time, uh, colon, time travel. John Coffey, parentheses, the Green Mile, colon, healing. Baby Driver colon driving baby Carrie colon telekinetic powerhouse dude from jumper colon teleportation the girl from teeth colon uh parentheses it's a w and it's supposed to just look like a vagina with teeth uh cop from police academy that one's just blank and then Austin Powers David Dunn from Unbreakable he's cool he's useful but this is my team and I don't have room on my team for a Bruce Willis and then honorable mentions John Coffey I want to put him on the team but he's too good for the world and for the X-Men um another honorable mention Matilda she's a child and doesn't need to go through that yeah and so yeah for that one (laughs) have you seen the movie the green mile yeah so yeah yeah yeah. so it's like yeah the black dude from the green mile who like touches people and like heals them and then he like spits out bees i remember i remember watching that in my high school sophomore class english class and i'm watching this and i'm like whoa this guy's a mutant, like, from X-Men. And my teacher's like, no, he's an angel. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's a mutant from X-Men. Like, she was like, you know, I've never seen the movies, and I've never read any of the books, but maybe. And I was like, that's all I wanted to hear. So it, it's all, it all came, this whole, this whole, like, note came from the idea that John Coffey was a mutant. And, like, I would this is my if I was like the Charles Xavier this is my team of X-Men have you seen the movie about about time so it's this movie with Donald Gleason and he's just a normal guy and then his dad says hey all the men in our family have the ability to go back in time 
and then change events. I used it to study and become knowledgeable and now we live in this great house. You can do whatever you want with it. And Dommel Gleason uses it to meet the love of his life. So it's like a cute like love story. But I'm watching it and I'm like, wow, this is just a really cool film. And I'm like, but that but he's a mutant. So yeah, he'd be he'd be he'd definitely be on the team because like time traveling is cool. It's a perfect ability. And then Baby Driver. I think he's a mutant because he's so, he's way too good at driving. He's way too good at driving. And like the thing with mutations is is that they they start depending they can like kind of be like a disability and he has that kind of like tinnitus ringing in his ears and mutations kind of like start and spur from like tragedy or some type of like intense force that happened in one of the comics cyclops and his brother they they for some reason they were jettisoned out of a plane and they're falling they don't have parachutes and then his mutant ability to shoot the lasers out of his eyes just started so he could protect himself it's like a fight or flight thing so i'm thinking baby driver is similar in that way that he's a mutant and it's spurned from that car crash he was in so then like carrie telekinetic she's super useful aside from like wanting to kill people she's she's on the team i'd roll up to carrie and i'd be like you know what don't even worry about it don't even worry about it you're on the team um, dude from Jumper, he can teleport. That's useful. He's like Nightcrawler. The girl from Teeth, I feel like she'd be great because, like, kind of like espionage. And I feel like she'd be, like, really cool on the team. And she's like, yo, whose dick do I get to bite off with my teeth? And then the cop from Police Academy, I feel like that's a mutant ability just because he's so good at it. He's so good at, like, making all those sounds and, and, and things. Even though he can already do that in real life, in the Police Academy universe, I'm suspecting he's some kind of mutant. Because he was able to trick so many people with all those sounds, you know? Yeah. And then, like, leading the team, my version of Cyclops would be Austin Powers. He has, like, I think he has, like, mutant levels of, like, charm and charisma. And then, like, there's that part in one of the Austin Powers movies where they, like, drain him of his mojo, of his being. But then it's still, like, he he realizes he didn't need that. So it's, like, it's genetic. It's inside of him, you know? You can harvest as much of his mojo and make yourself as strong as possible, but he still has that within him. So I think that's, like, some type of mutation. And also, he's an espionage expert and a weapons expert. He's on the team. Thanks for listening to Notes. If you want to find out more about Xavier, he's a great comedian and a graphic designer. You can find his Twitter and Instagram at Xavier Maurice underscore. That's Xavier X-A-V-I-E-R Maurice M-A-U-R-I-C-E underscore.